Well, we got a new friend on Fishing Paul Bunyan Country today, Bruce Jean, Rainy Lake Guiding up north. Bruce uh, grew up in that area, went to Bemidji State University, so we always like to have the beavers on the air when we can get them on. Bruce, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Kev. So Rainy Lake, I mean, is a legendary lake, no question about it. We hear a lot uh, down here of people going up there to fish it, but um, a lot of us aren't real familiar with the lake. So let's start there. Let's talk about Rainy Lake. What makes it so special? Well, we have uh, Rainy Lake uh, is a glacial outcut, and, um, you know, it's about a quarter million acre lake, um, 223,000 uh, acres. Um, there's roughly 2,500 islands on the lake. <clears throat> you know, it extends anywhere from 40 miles north to about 70 miles east of uh, International Falls, so it kind of makes an L. Um, about 60% of it's on the Canadian side, but uh, the majority of, of uh you know, the, the scenic islands and so on are in Voyager's National Park and, and that on the U.S. Minnesota side. So um, Rainy Lake is, uh, it boasts of approximately, Voyager's National Park has approximately 400 um, campsites and a, and a few hundred other houseboat sites. Um, so there's a lot for the recreational fisherman, boater, camping person to do, you know, on a long weekend uh, or just drive up from Bemidji for the day. And um, there's a lot to see and do on this beautiful resource here. Yeah, and I've heard that um, Voyagers National Park is a very, very rustic and b incredibly beautiful. It is. It's 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 an absolute incredible um, place to just just take a tour. And um, you know, there's a lot of a lot of different things to do while you're here. That you know, a um, hundred years ago, there there were, uh, was a big push for um, gold up in this area. And Rainy Lake City is an area now that's flooded when the dam went in, but um, that was a, a housing area. And what they were doing is they were mining the small flecks of gold that were in in the dense rock of, of the Voyagers National Park. And, um, you know, it, it's, it's just a, a scenic area with tours of these gold mines, and you can actually crawl or go into one of these gold mines and... Um, it, it's quite a quite a sight. Um, huh. A lot of other things. There's hiking trails. There's boardwalks. There's all kinds of things to do um, with the boat um, in Voyagers National Park as well. Uh, you won't find many cabins on the lake. Um, 1975, the National Park came along and um, may have forced the hand of some, but uh, uh, acquired the land, cabins, and you know area. Uh, from the locals here and said, you know, we want to make this a rustic park in it, and it's definitely a beautiful place. So, I do know of a number of people who do the houseboating thing up there for like a, a three, four-day trip and sometimes even longer. Yes, um, that's that's another great way to see the lake. Um, you know, Voyagers National Park has, like I said, the 200 and some designated spots to park a houseboat. They have mooring um, hook, eye hooks. They have, you know, trees set up. Um, you know, they have all kinds of different places. There's a couple different houseboat companies here as well. Um, Rainy Lake Houseboats and Northern Air Houseboats, they, 
um, they have basically all the accommodations of a resort in your own boat. And you can pick bays, sand bays, rock outcrops. Um, you can tie up to certain areas that are, you know, protected and real close to your fishing spot. So it, it's it's a great vacation, an incredible way to see and, and be a part of, of the scenic Voyagers National Park as well. So, yeah. And Bruce, uh, uh, other than when you were Bemidji State, and you, you've, been, uh, you've been there for much of your life. Uh, born and raised on Rainy Lake. Um, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's a, it's a beautiful place. It's, it's, um, you know, it's home and it's, it's kind of nice to have this in, in your backyard. You know, I, I, I fish the Knights of Columbus tournament, um, you know, used to be the Krause Anderson. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I love fishing other lakes, Mille Lacs, Red, um, but Lake Bemidji. Um, and, um, you know, it, there's, there's nothing like being home on Rainy Lake and, and, uh, just, just an incredible resource here. And you've been guiding for quite some time now. Uh, yeah, you know, my dad and I started guiding uh, 27 years ago, and um, you know, we've we've been at it ever since. Um, just just lost him here a few months ago, and uh, you know, he's he. We were out uh, fishing the other day, and we had an extra extra good bite. And I I think the the big guy for that one, but um, <laughs> yeah, you know, when you when you grow up on a lake and and it's and it's what's home. Um, you know, it, it, it doesn't really make guiding a job, and, and uh, very blessed to do what we do up here. So. Well, let's get into the, the uh, nitty-gritty of how the fishing's been on Rainy Lake the first couple of weeks of the season. Well, we had a, you know, a late ice out. I think it went out, uh, you know, the beginning of May, and it takes a long time to warm up a quarter million acres of water, mm-hmm. you know, and we got some pretty deep holes in Rainy Lake. I think the deepest sounding is about 170 feet. And um, so, you know, the, the walleye bite has been good in moving water, um, you know, deeper holes. Um, whenever you have a, a lot of current and eddies and so on, it gives a fish a, a place to, to see some to, to see more bait, and, and uh, that's where they're feeding there. Um, also up in the shallows, you know, we're getting walleyes up in the shallows. Uh, the warmer water, they're in there feeding as well. Um, you know, the, the walleye bite's been, been good. The crappie bite. You know what? Our water temperatures the other day was were 44 degrees, and and it takes them a while. We're we're getting some crappies, but I, I I'm seeing once we hit that 52 degree temperature range, you're going to see that uh, the crappie bite really turn on. So. Okay, what are people uh, getting the, the walleyes with? So um, we've been um, up in shallows, just pitching a quarter ounce jig um, tipped with a shiner, fathead chub, and um, and popping it back towards the boat. Um, that's been working well, uh, depending on, you know, the wind blown and so on. Um, also if, if they're in the deep holes, we're getting them anywhere from 38 to 42 feet. Um, and you know, using a quarter or a little bit bigger jig again, tipped with the fathead or shiner. And, uh, that's, that's been working well for that. So is, is it a surprise to get them that deep up there this early? <clears throat> well, you know, the, the moving current, it's, it's, it's a pretty common pattern for them. Um, generally the water's warmer, uh, during this time in previous years. So it's, uh, it's a little bit different as far as, you know, the, the late, it's been such a cold spring as everyone knows. And, uh, with the late snowfalls and all that, it's, it's just, it's really changed how the walleye cycle has occurred. Walleye is a very popular fish on Rainy Lake. But it may not be the most popular fish on Rainy Lake. We'll talk about the biggest next.
fishing. The only sport with more logos than NASCAR. You're listening to Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. You're listening to Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. We are up at the border talking Rainy Lake with Bruce Jean of Rainy Lake Guiding. One of the other big fish, literally and figuratively, on Rainy Lake is the same one that's a big one over on Lake of the Woods these days. That sturgeon bite is, is something I'm hearing lots and lots of talk about. You know, Kev, I was just having breakfast with uh, a few members of the Guide Association that we're a part of up here. And, um, and we were talking about the Rainy River and what a resource it is. And the thing that, that really stuck out was um, the sturgeon fishing on the river has consistently improved year after year um we had multiple guide trips out there this spring and uh, the amount of doubles that we had on and that consistent fishing i mean an eight-hour guide trip we were catching anywhere from six to 13 sturgeon and when you're fighting a prehistoric fish that takes 45 minutes to an hour to get in and you're catching 11 to 12 13 of them in an eight-hour period I had some pretty exhausted clients throughout the day. No doubt. Uh, it, it was a lot of fun. I mean, we were catching, um, you know, there was one, I actually have one picture. There's a 64 and a 62-inch double that we had on. And um, the guys are just exhausted after eight hours. So, But, you know, the, the, the sturgeon fishery the, the is, is coming on stronger and stronger. And um, I, I, I recommend if you have a chance to get up here and, and utilize the resource of the Rainy River, not only for sturgeon, but the walleye bite, the spring walleye bite, the fall walleye bite is just phenomenal on the Rainy River as well. So, Wow. Yeah, that sturgeon uh, population is, is very, very strong, and it's a bit, become a very popular fish. And, you know, I, I talk with um, the guys in Lake of the Woods. They say at times the sturgeon um, fishing is more popular than the walleye fishing. It really is. And, you know, we're, we're booking a lot more trips as well for sturgeon. Um, I, I think just for the sheer sake of, of you know, getting that the fish that's taller than you or longer than you, you know, <laughs> and, and um, you know, I'm getting a little longer in the teeth or tooth or however you want to word it. And you know, when these fish are 20, 30 years older than I am, it's it's pretty cool to be a part of that. You know, these fish are 100 years old, and thinking about what what it was like you know, 30, 40 years ago when you'd fish all day and not catch a sturgeon, you know. So, um, you know, the DNR has done a great job protecting them. There is a slot size in an open season. You get a, a five inch, 40 to 45 inch keep that's closed now. But, you know, so those that did want to keep one, smoke one, however you worked it. But, um, yeah, that was that's definitely a, a huge improvement in the last few years. Yeah, we do talk about it every now and then, but uh, maybe you should uh, kind of um, educate people who maybe haven't done sturgeon fishing before thinking about it. That season is a little bit complicated. It is. It is. You know, and you know, the, the, the dates, of course, are, are fairly consistent. And, you know, I, I recommend checking online or, or the book for that. Um, you know, the technique for sturgeon, I mean, there's all kinds. I'm sure you've heard different, different options, WD-40. Um, some people tip their, their night crawlers, you know, and, and to fish sturgeon, um, it's important to use a flat, no roll sinker and as small as you can possibly use for the amount of current that you have. And the more current, of course, the bigger weight you're going to need, but they make these sinkers now that they're flat and they're called no rolls. They're crucial to 
keeping on the spot that you want it to be at. And then, you know, but what I was getting back to, you know, with three or four night crawlers on a big hook, um, some people tip it with a, like a shiner or a chub. Um, you know, I've talked to other people that tip it with a type of plastic um, octopus type um, uh, plastic worm on it. You know, there's, there's all kinds of, of uh, techniques that the big sturgeon guys use, and um, it, it's interesting to hear them all. So. What's the biggest one you've ever seen? Um, well, uh, actually, just uh, last week we had a 70-inch personal best, and wow. uh, it was uh, a 28-inch girth. Um, according to the DNR chart, I believe it was about 88 pounds, 86 pounds, something to that effect. Um, it was it was a dandy and uh, a lot of fun. I, d- I don't know if it was really that big, but um, you know that it the the, the sheer strength of these fish are incredible so it's it's definitely worth getting up here and trying to, sh- to catch one all right for the greenhorn uh what is he going to need if he wants to go sturgeon fishing what does he got to pick up at this at the store before he even gets up there sure sure you know throughout you know as you're as we're catching these sturgeon we're also fending off our hooks with a lot of the suckers the red horses things to that nature so they're they're the worm gargglers right they're they um they eat a lot of your night crawlers off the hook, so you're probably going to need at least 10 to 15 dozen night crawlers. You, you need a lot of worms. Um, uh, uh, you know, a big, I, I believe they were size number three hook, and then you probably have to get all kinds of different sizes sinkers, you know, flat no rolls. We had anywhere from one ounce to six ounce uh, no roll sinkers. Uh, use approximately 18-inch to 24-inch liter, and we're using 40-pound tests. Um, I use Power Pro. Some people use other things, and I put a leader with uh, with uh, nylon or uh, with um, uh, <coughs> um, strand or trialing Berkeley trialing um, mono on it. Okay. So, um, you know, there's there's uh, all kinds of different ways to catch those, but uh, that that's been a good technique. Um, need a heavy anchor um, with with my Pro V. I just hit spot lock, and um, they just. It keeps you right over the spot you want to be at. Then if you do have to go chasing a sturgeon, you can just shut it off and float after it. So that's been that's been a nice addition to the to fishing uh, repertoire as well. So, um, you know, a lot of guys, they, they have to have a, a, a cooler of beverages, and uh, they, they enjoy their day on the river, that's for sure. So. <laughs> okay. Um, and one of the things you mentioned uh, is that you've got a guide association going up there now. What are, what are some of the things you're trying to do with that? Sure. Um, you know, uh, a few years ago, a couple of guys and I were talking about um, joining, an, you know, or creating a guide association where, you know, we're all friends up here. We all get along great. And it's, it's about uh, teamwork of, of improving visitors' stay to the borderland, Voyagers National Park, to Rainy Lake, to Rainy River, and um, so we created this guide association, and it's working with the local resorts, the houseboat companies, um, you know, the businesses in town. And, and it's, you know, we, we, are, we adopted a highway. Um, we're helping um, with a senior fish fry. Uh, we're, we're doing things like that, giving back to the community and uh, the resource that is allowing us to be such an important role in, in millions of visitors enjoying this area. So. Um, but yeah, the Rain Lake Guide Association has uh, it's uh, the 21 members, and uh, I think we have roughly I'm going to say around 750 years of guiding experience in this group. 
Wow. Um, and so, you know, when we're having breakfast at the round table, um, it's sure nice to give and take and, and uh, to see, you know, where people are getting them, where, you know, where the fish are biting, things to that nature. And, and uh, it's been a real nice addition. So. Okay. Uh, as we get ready for Memorial Day and we and, and into June, uh, when does the really hot bite start on rainy? Sure, sure. You know, every day as the water improves, uh, water warms up, um, fishing's going to continue to improve. And, you know, yeah, I'll be fishing, like I said, the, the Knights of Columbus here coming up and, um, you know, the Bemidji, Red, you know, the central part of the state, Dells Lakes, fishing seems to be pretty strong in the spring and then it kind of dies out in july and august that's kind of just the opposite on rainy lake um you know we'll get fish in shallow and you know fishing's going to be great but when it really heats up is july and august into september um when the fish are are on the reefs they're schooled up you know you can see the fish are chasing clouds of of shiners and so on over these reefs and um the fishing in the dog days of summer is absolutely incredible on Rainy Lake. So. Okay. Well, that's good news. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Hey, Bruce, if people are heading up there and they think they uh, they want to use you for a guide, how can they get a hold of you? How can they get everything set up? Sure. Yeah. If they uh, want to check out my website, it's rainlakeguiding.com, or else uh, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, all the wonderful social media Um sites and also my cell phone here 763-238-7507 and uh get a hold of us we'll we'll show them a a great time and catch some big fish all right anything else you want to mention before we wrap it up today you know i i uh i'm i thank you for the time here today and and uh you know bemidji's been a part of my fishing career um you know and and the area well, since 1997, and uh, you know, been a part of Lund and Mercury Pro Team for well many years. But uh, bought my first uh, Lund boat from Jimmer and Mike and the boys down at uh, Corner Sports, now Ray Sport Marine. And just want to give a shout out to those guys. Um, you know, I, I can't count how many boats I've purchased from those guys throughout the year, but uh, they they always got the best service and, and best guys. If you're looking for a boat, any need any help with anything electronics definitely give those guys a call as well so well i, I tell you what i'm i'm hoping to win a boat from them at the uh knights of columbus walleye classic <laughs> that that would be great as well i know I'm, I'm looking forward to uh uh i know toby and his dad also us here last year we're gonna see if we can uh beat them this year out there on the on the crowd so okay well we'll, we'll see you then if not before all right, sounds good. Thanks, Kev. Yep, Have Bruce Jean from Rainy Lake Guiding. Thanks for your time today. Appreciate it. Have a great day. Now we're going fishing. Bye bye,